science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Anyway, we're going we're gonna to talk about we'll movies now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about, instead of the movies that we're we're literally just make, talking about but, our ADHD and just be like, bah, 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 well, yeah, I know, right? I mean, that's kind of, this this podcast, it would be too long. I mean, Coldest Bit of Knowledge already is a pretty long podcast name, but it'd be really long if it was like two two gentlemen that talk about cinema, but yeah, it's kind of ADHD, so they, they bounce around and it's different movies. It's, it's cinema ramble. Talking about lenses, you know, about this camera and how I'm going to ship it. Um, so you mentioned I, the name of the podcast. Wait, hey. This is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge oh. podcast. What do you know? Uh, that's Jordan over there. I'm Levi. Today, I this wait. Say that again. <laughs> that's Jordan, right? And I'm Levi. Yeah. Oh my the Cult god! Of we're, we're we're stuck. We're stuck in a loop. We're stuck in a time loop. <laughs> not, not again. Uh, not again. <laughs> not again. Uh, we're so this month has been crazy action month. We've finished it off by watching 2014's Edge of Tomorrow. You clicked on the thumbnail. It's Tom Cruise's face, probably. Just kidding. The thumbnail's probably like the beach, because the beach is cool. Um, Live, die, repeat. Oh, yeah, the beach. <laughs> which, is a be- which is a better title, but they just couldn't figure it out, and so they botched the marketing. <laughs> well, that's not even the name of the manga, too. So it's like... it like. Wait, isn't Live, Die, Repeat the manga? No, it's called... Oh, my God. What Now I, I had it I had it up, and then I clicked away from it. Because I, I, dude, I literally we're said, recording. Speaking, speaking, no, 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 speaking of ADHD, I literally said, all right, I'll remember that. It's called like Kill Switch or something. And I was like, I'll remember this. And then I clicked away from oh, yeah, it. And then I completely forgot. That's all you all, need is kill, right? Yeah, all you need is kill is the name of the Yeah, that's <laughs> cool too. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great, that's a dope title. Why would you, why do they do that? Why do they change it? Edge of like, Tomorrow actually, is such a dumb generic name. It's compared a really to bad name. Yeah. Like, live that really, repeat at least yeah. like. It's, it catches your attention and it kind of tells you what the movie's kind of is going to be about. And then all you need is kill right. is just fucking cool. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I get like, I get like this movie. This is the one, the one negative thing about this movie to me is they kind of pull, they like pull their punches a little bit. They, it's a, it's a PG 13 movie to like to it, to it hard. Team. Yeah. Perfectly. That's my, perfectly PG-13. that's going to be my, so think, you know, you guys, if this is not, <laughs> if this is your first episode, you're going to learn how much I hate pg-13 movies i want everything to be just gory all the time well yeah and i just like i want it like it just sucks i was actually thinking about that the entire time we were watching this movie i just wish that it like i wish the rating system didn't exist so that we could kind of like live in a gray zone like it was in the 70s and you know like 60s yeah, you, just, like, you just we make live in it. this like you make it and then you let people watch it and then experience it and it's like i don't know you yeah. know it's like i mean Studios, next to like mass appeal you know Right, and I think it's like, I don't know, marketing, you can tell if it's going to be like super graphic. Anyways, uh, that's besides the point. I'm going to tell you what this movie's all Lay about. It, yeah, for, for those who, because um, as you can tell, it's been 10 years since this movie came out, apparently. And it, <laughs> it, it, feels, yeah. it feels like, you know, it came out in 2018 or something to me. Uh, but it's been 10 years, and so, you know, where's the time gone? I'm in the next, I'm in a time loop. Um, I know, yeah. 
So yeah, if you haven't seen this movie in a fucking decade, here's the synopsis for you, Jordan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me break. Let me break it down on the, 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 the best of the best possible way. Though this is, is everyone happy that it's my turn to do the synopsis? Because it's gonna be, it's a rambler, baby. I know. I'm gonna uh, get. I'm gonna go get a snack real quickly. This, <laughs> I know. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody, go pop your popcorn at this point. But uh, I'll just I'll break it down really quick because it is. It's a very it's a very simple premise. It yeah. it just relies heavily on the Groundhog's Day premise, where our main character, uh, Tom Cage. Uh, actually, I don't I don't remember his first name, but anyways, it's Tom Cruise, and doesn't he, matter. Yeah, he, his name's Cage, and he's a he's like a, he's a PR for the army. Oh my god. Okay, I've already I've already ruined it. So this movie opens up where we're in like we're in like the near future, and a meteor crashed. And the meteor was, like, uh, harboring these aliens that want to kill us. And they're kind of – they're slowly spreading throughout the world. And this movie takes place in London where we're uh, met up with Cage. And he's going to go – and he's been, he's been telling people to come join the forces. And we're going to do, like, one last – there's, like, one last mission in London to, to drop in and, like, push back the aliens and kill them and wipe them out and save humanity. Well – uh, Cage gets he gets like I don't even remember why but he's just he has to go so and he has like to the, participate I forgot how dumb so the, the, the general for him there is it's just I like, know it's God. really bad it's, it's a really fast just because reason. they're like let's just get him right. to the, the fucking thing and the it, yeah to, cool. yeah for like the inciting incident is the general goes you have to go and fight and you have you you have to like because you're like good with words you have to go die beside these men anyways doesn't really matter but he Cage runs away, and they force him to go, and he like he wakes up on this on this pile of clothes, and he's he's at the like the barracks, and one of the generals comes up, or I sergeant, I don't know, I we're terrible with like the military lingo, I don't know what people are, captain and colonel and whatever that is, you know, Colonel Sanders, but yeah, anyways, colonel. Uh, yeah, so Sergeant Farrell meets with him, and he gives him the rundown, and he takes him to barracks J. J I think, or whatever, Unit J, and it's and you meet their ragtag crew there. And then uh, he, like, you know, Cruz is like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Cage gets set up, and he's in these, like, cool futuristic mechs, and he drops on the beach, and it's, like, the full front assault, and then you find out that, like, the aliens knew that they were coming before they even got there, and it's like, whoa, that's crazy, and then he dies, and you're like, holy shit, he dies in the first, like, 15 minutes. Well, he dies in a pretty cool way. He kills one of the aliens, and it spits like its blood venom all over him. And it, that's like, why I'm satisfying. Melts. It like melts his face, it and is. I'm like, with the, yeah. For the, I was like, the gore hound in me. I'm like, that's, okay, okay. But that's and but it's like it even it's so bad because it's, it's not like, blood. That's the it's thing. so it's blood. yeah. It's so yeah. It like it like disintegrates and it kind of looks fake. I mean, it is it is fake? But anyways, no, they actually up, killed it, one of the many Tom Cruise clones. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, honestly, there is. No, there definitely, they're guaranteed there is. Like, he's, there's some that are just in the, like, vault in Scientology buildings. There's a a uh, fucking whole floor of them. Yeah, guaranteed. But anyways, so he wakes up again on the same pile of luggage where he was, where he was dropped off, you know, at the beginning of the movie. And you're like, oh, okay. He, like, wakes up and it's the same thing happens. And he's like, he's like, oh, shit, this is, you know, he's got like, and it just, like, kind of dawns on him. And I love it because, like, we've already, we're at this, this premise is so established like so well established in society at large like irl and so you kind of just he tom cruise is already like he's like you're not gonna believe what's happening right now <laughs> like that's the first time he wakes up he's like you're not gonna believe me and then he and then he dies again and then he's like he's like oh shit now and then it turns into the investigation to figure out how he can get out of this time loop he's 
He knows that he's stuck in it. He knows if he dies. And then he meets Emily Blunt, who's Rita, and she's like this cool, badass, mercenary type of, you know, soldier who's like killed a lot of people and or killed a lot of the aliens and like, you know, everyone thinks she's cool and she's like, so what she called something the the she's the angel of, the angel of Verdun well, or Full that, Metal Bitch. Full Metal Bitch, yeah. Full Metal Bitch is like her. That's kind of like the the like slang derogatory yeah. slang for her, but the the angel of yeah Vellum or whatever Verdun. Uh, Verdun, yeah, because that's where she where she fought. You find out later. It was her first day too, that. so everyone was like, that's, he was like yeah. doing the exoskeletons, right? He was like, this is these exosuits are going to be the thing. Look at the angel of Verdun. It was her first day uh, on the combat, and she went and like wiped out hundreds of them. So it's the suit, right? And then it's yeah. Guess what? Yeah. It's not Whoa. the suit. Exactly. You find out. So in the middle, like uh, Cage gets dropped on the beach again, and then he meets Rita. And she's like, next time you die, come find me. So he wakes up, he goes through the cycle, finds her, and then it's like, and then they work together now to go through the cycle. And then you find out that Rita is working alongside this scientist dude who believes her, Dr. Carter. And he he has like, he's, I mean, it's, it's all too convenient, but it, it just moves the plot along. But uh, he's like, He's figured out that, like, oh, you'll have visions, and the visions will show you where this, like, Omega is, which is the hub, which is, like, the, the whatever, it's the the mother. the, it's mother the ship, single the mother, organism, essentially. The, hi- the queen. It's the hive, yeah, the, the queen. It's, the queen. It's, you know, it's all and so, yeah, I mean, they, Kill they the explain, queen, they kill them all. You know. Exactly. Explain it just like it's a hive mind. Kill the main Omega, and it'll kill all of them. And they're like, eh, you know, they kind of break down. They're like, it's a, it's a theory and all that. But anyways, so they go through this, and, like, it's it's kind of cool. It shows them like going through, you know, it, it, countless times could be hundreds, thousands of times that he's he's had to die, and they've trained, and now he's become like war torn, and he's like you know grizzled, and like together they've trained, so it's like Cage and Rita, they're really strong, and they go out, and it's like they make it like as far as they've ever made it, and they get to this like helicopter in this like farmhouse that's like right on the edge of town because they're like they're trying to head to for Germany. Or something, you know? And so, anyways, yeah, Tom, the like, Cage, are... yeah, one of the visions tells him to go to this dam in Germany. They go, it turns to be like a, a psych out. They've tricked them because, like, the aliens kind of work with, they can warp time too. Like, one of the, one of the, like, the commander he's, aliens. He's stuck in it, the loop. He's like controls yeah. the loop now. So they want to, like, catch him so they, right. uh, to get his blood, you know, so they, they can control the loop again. They can, time, yeah, they every can. Every time he it. dies, it resets instead of them. Right, exactly. So that's the whole thing, and that's like the aliens can control that. Because he got the Alpha's blood, just like the super special version. Right, yeah, the Alpha's, that's what they're called. But anyways, so the, the like... The climax of this is he has to convince his his old barracks buddies, the like Unit J or whatever. He has to convince them to go to the Louvre because that's where that's where it truly is. That's the that's where the the second vision happens, and he's like, oh, it's it's in the bottom of the Louvre somewhere. And so he convinces his crew to go. And they're just fodder, and they get destroyed. And then you know, uh, Rita, whatever, sacrifices herself, and Tom Cruise jumps down and. He pulls the pins on the grenades, you know, and you're like, oh, and he has, like, that last fight underwater with the, one of the alphas, and, like, the grenades go in, and they blow it up, and then you think, like, Tom Cruise is dead or whatever, you know, but, I mean, you, you know he's not going to die for sure, 100%, and then he, and then he, obviously, the Omega, like, gives him powers, and now he becomes, like, he's the queen, I guess, technically, but, uh... He wakes up again. Just a convenient plane. way to restart it even earlier. Yeah, right. And so he wakes. He wakes up on the. He wakes up on the plane where he was at, like the beginning of the movie, before he goes into the time loop. 
But anyways, so he wakes up, and then it's like happily ever after. They've they've all survived, um, because it reset or like it's weird because it like it reset after it got destroyed and the hive mind got just deleted and it killed all the aliens. So like that's where the new reset is. <laughs> and they're like and sometime around midnight, ha- and then it just ends. Like the war just yeah. ends, and the movie just right. ends, and he's like. You know, he goes to meet up with Rita, who they've sort of formed a relationship. Right, Gives yeah, her that quirky look. She's like, what? What do you want? And he's like, you don't know uh-huh. all the things we've been through, but I'm about to tell you. I, right, 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 exactly, yeah. We, that, en- we ended like, the war. Right, exactly. And it's kind of, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, we. this is the first day, the first, you know, first moment we've ever met to you. But to me, it's been, you know, eternity. Right. We've We've known each other for so long. And it's kind of that, like, it's happily ever after. But it also kind of leaves it on a cliffhanger, which live, die, repeat, repeat is rumored to be in production. But that would be – I don't know exactly where they would go with it. I don't really know the manga too well. So I, will, I mean, honestly, sure. I wish they would. I was kind of surprised because it's like um, – This did this did really well. It, like, I thought it would get pretty not, good. Not, was, critic, not critically, really, but like it, you know, it got butts and seats. So it's like, yeah. I, I feel like – I mean, they obviously struggled with the marketing, I remember. Uh, especially on yep. the like DVD release, they couldn't decide what to call it. They wanted to change the name. Well, no. to live Do you know it actually? Blah, blah, blah. That's the no. That's the fucked up thing, dude. It is always been called Edge of Tomorrow, but Live Die Repeat was like they they wanted that to be more like like a bold. It's like Live Die Repeat Edge of Tomorrow, and it's like but Edge of Tomorrow was like the marketing that they did. That's how they marketed it in theaters. Yeah. Well, and then and they then, actually and then they like right. changed it and then they like changed it back or something. It was super confusing for. Yeah, just regular people wanted to just buy it. They weren't sure what movie is what, but uh, you know, I, I was surprised that this movie wasn't like because this movie kind of has a lot of elements I thought would have easily greenlit a sequel. It's like a you know relatively original idea with the it's a cool premise. You know, it's got the some pretty fun sci-fi action. Tom Cruise like it's kind of got all the markings of like oh let's make a fucking franchise out of this thing. And I was kind of surprised they didn't because it is, does seem like like it kind of fell off into obscurity and now is weirdly like a cult classic in a way. Like a lot of people really, I don't know, like a lot of people are like, oh, that movie's underrated. It should have got more, which I, I kind of agree, but I definitely think it's got many, many flaws. But That's the thing. it's I cool. Think it, I like think it's, 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 a, it's a good movie. I, I like it. Uh, I didn't put it on my letterbox yet, but it's probably three and a half stars for me. Oh, three and a half. I I give it two and a half because it just sits. It's a movie that I saw once and I felt very satisfied. And so this viewing is my second viewing. I don't I don't know about you, right? Same. Second, I yeah, assume. same. Yeah. So this is my second viewing, and I didn't. I remembered like everything, and I didn't. It was kind of one of those like I was like, oh, I did not need to watch this again, and I had no desire to watch it again. And I'm happy, I guess, to have to have like, you know, f- fulfilled that like thought in my head to be like you know to justify that i'm like okay i got everything i wanted out of this i think it's i like it, it made me reflect on all of the groundhog's day premises that Same. have existed and it's like what i think that's what i put in my review too is like yeah. what's the next groundhog's day premise like what is what movie is going to be the next one yeah. to use it and that's, like, the, that's, that's the thing about this about this podcast too now is because i'm kind of right there with you like i remembered everything i was like i remember quite enjoying it and then remembering like, Oh, it kind of fizzled out at the end for me. And then, so rewatching it. And I think a lot of movies are like this. Like I, I usually pick up on newer things, but watching things for the podcast 
I'm obviously looking at it with a slightly more critical eye because I'm like, oh fuck, I like I gotta find, I gotta have shit to talk about, and so I'm like dissecting <laughs> yeah. it a little bit more. And this time around, it was unfortunate because I was like, oh, this is cool. Like the everything I liked, I still like, but now I'm like just paying more attention to what I don't like. You know what I mean? Which is like sort of unfortunate. And is like that kind of like film critic like analyze like i don't know like i was just kind of picking this movie apart more and so it's like you know in my mind it was maybe four stars and now i'm like ah, i think it's a net positive but it's like a lot of things more irritated me but i uh, i just like i like yeah i like these groundhog day type movies it's a whole genre now and it really yeah it really has been that's it's like I, a sci-fi subgenre that can fit into anything i yeah i mean i love I and mean, that's that's what i loved about the original you know groundhog's day which what isn't like the it's not the first time to really, like, it's not, it's weird, though, because it is the first time to have that, like, true time loop. Like, they've done it in, like, TV formats and stuff, you know, and, like, different ways. But, like, that true time loop where it's, like, they have to, like, basically that's the character development. It's yeah. just, like, re, you know, re, you're, all the mistakes you make. The same you, day. And, right. like, and learning like, everything. And then it's, like, this constant... Like, it is very much a trope that fits within different genres at this point, because, like, Groundhog Day is, like, a romantic comedy, I guess. Comedy. Right. And then it's, like, but then you got the sci-fi with this, and then you got, like, another, the more recent one that I actually like, the Palm Springs. Did you see that? I did, yeah. I really like Palm Springs. Palm Springs is really good, but... And then uh, like, what is it? Uh, Happy, Happy Death, Death, Death Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. That, Happy Death Day is kind of good too, but unfortunately, it's PG thirteen <laughs> for a slasher, which is a bummer. Like this, I'm like sure, but right? A slasher, a PG thirteen slasher bums me out. But I, I, I think cool the, premise, it works. You know, right? I was gonna say, I think this premise just invites a PG thirteen like appeal. Well, like it, I think it, they want to make it like family friendly. I guess well, I don't it's, know. It's weird. It's because they want they want all the. This is like the thirteen year old boys fantasy like the super right. cool exoskeleton from an anime with her big ass anime sword which is awesome you know what i mean and that's kind it's beautiful of, though i mean that's, that's i love it too that's <laughs> like the I best get, stuff that's no and that's her the, on the I beach so with sad. the anime sword is so dope and yes then, then no. she never uses it again after the second never the movie oh my such a good <laughs> oh my good gosh that made me so upset i was like I was like they have this like it sucks because i think emily blunt they like wanted to make her badass and cool and she and they and like they succeed but like then they just like shy away from her being badass it's she's more cool by just being there and standing and and i it sucks because she actually got pregnant during production and so i think that i think she had to kind of slow you know go like cuz she was doing all her own stunts with tom cruise mm. and so like when she got pregnant she had to kind of like tone it down yeah. you know and then they didn't I, I mean they could have obviously put a stunt double in and stuff they could have like given her more action but i think like for what they kind of just knew like okay she's not going to be like the face of it because she does all dude she did all of her own stunts like all that shit on the beach where she's flipping around and like killing them nice. it's dude watching like the behind the scenes i'll, I'll post it on uh yeah. go to r slash cold of summon knowledge good plug and i'll i'll post it on reddit because like it is a dope video, and it, like I'd love she to see that because I like I like ass. Emily Blunt. Like I like we don't. Tom Cruise is whatever. He's Tom Cruise, right? And so yeah, he's Tom Cruise. He but, does. I mean, that's the thing. He's kind of one of funny, and it's and he does good. So Emily Blunt is the heart of this movie, though. Yeah, uh, her character, right? And uh, she's the only one character development. After there was so much character development with her, I realized yeah. I don't know anything about Tom Cruise's character other than his name 
and sort of his job. I don't know anything about right. his background. Well, like I know you, all you, her. She's all you like my know. middle name, my yeah. family, my yeah. brother, blah, blah, blah. Like she's got all this like tragic history and he's just like, I'm just like the, I'm the protagonist. You know what I well, mean? No, like, it really, it really like all his, his character development is I'm scared of blood and now I'm not really that scared of blood. Like that's literally it. And so it just kind of like, you're like, okay. Like he kind of just tells you his character development through the whole, whole movie, yeah. you know, and you're like, that's fine, that's cool, and like, but I wish that, like, I wish that, like, Emily Blunt's character was the main character. Like, I would be cool if she, she is, but if you saw but, like, from her, really, but from yeah. her perspective, yeah. it'd be so cool from her perspective, which she saw Tom Cruise like die again, you know, and come back or something. Like, I don't know, it'd just be better through her her lens and like to really follow her. But they did a great, I think they did a great job at building their rapport like i really i really liked them together and i dude watching them run in the mechs was dope i like that's i the, can't like every time the beach i can't scene, get over it the, every beach yeah. scene was so cool i wish there was more of it because it was just like right the chaos and it looked like cinematography wise just looked the best had like the bright blue sky and the beaches yeah. with all that like I mean, it was just cool that my one, it my felt one like an anime. Like it felt like there are panels where yeah. I'm like, "This is this is a panel." Right. Like they just took no, it from it, and they had to with her big dick yeah. sword. You know what I mean? I mean, well, and then like, and it's all, it's all like basically was animated because like 99 percent of all the shots were like CG. I'm surprised like, it, they it's didn't a get an anime spinoff. That would have been great because honestly, it's just, I like, know that this. Yeah, and and a manga to anime is what I thought. Yeah, it's like that would just begging make for it. That would make sense. But uh, I just I was bummed because. It didn't have as much like I remember watching it this or watching it this time, thinking about the first time I watched it. I thought that the, I thought there was a lot more practical, and like there is so little yeah. practical in this. Like the suits, the suits are real. Like you, you sometimes, like but it's like exactly they're real <laughs> when they when you know they're real. You and can like, tell. And like, at yeah. the time, I didn't. I I was I, like I didn't really know. I wasn't now, paying attention. Yeah, I can definitely be like, oh, those are CG right now. Like when they're showing them off at the beginning and they're getting in it and it's like, okay, that's an actual thing they put on. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you can, which is, you can tell. <laughs> right. Right. It's kind of a bummer because, and that like, it sucks because not to discredit anything, they, they really did work hard. Like the suits were heavy as shit and like they wore real ones, a lot of production. And even the, even when it's CG, they're still wearing a practical suit clearly. Yeah. But it's so, it literally, they've cleaned up or they like, they superimposed over the suit they're wearing in CG. And it, That's what it's I like, thought, you know, too. You're like, like, yeah. like, give it more detail or, like, make the yeah, guns move exactly. and stuff. Yeah, it was wild. It was weird it was like, sometimes. Like, yeah. Did, the movement felt weird sometimes. Of that. Like, I I watched that, like, you know, featurette that was, like, behind the scenes. And, like, I'll post it on Reddit. And, like, it, there's so many times where I'm, like, they're wearing the suit. But the suit is so stripped down, you know? It just gives them that motion of the clunkiness, you know, that they're in it. And so it's, like, I'm, like, oh, man. Like, in the movie it's all cleaned up and it's like really, I'm like, Oh man, it's such a bummer where I'm like, these suits by themselves hold up really well. And when it's just their suit, it's beautiful. But the one, the one part that really bummed me out, like all the, all the outside scenes with CG, I totally get that. It's, it's just, it looks fine and it's serviceable and it moves the plot. But when they're in the training room, no spinny blade things. <laughs> Every time he nothing, gets hit, not, it's just like boo. Not a single thing is practical in there, no. and that is so depressing. Like it's wild, dude. When you watch behind the scenes, it's like they're in a room, and then there's like there's like literally like maybe 
10% prop and then the rest is green screen and then them just flipping around on wires. And it's like, there's not even, like, there's no crane arm coming at them or anything. It's, like, crazy. Like, they have, like, a couple props that are, like, green screen things. You know, whatever, like, the actual, like, movement things that they interact with. But it's, like, so minimal where I'm, like, you could have easily made a machine that spins and they well, just hit and it. And the like, worst worst part but, is it's like I'm not even that mad about that, but that is the most noticeable uh, yeah. that it's just like all green screen. It takes me sure. it takes me out of it, it so did. bad. It though. took me out of it too, but it's like I'm like the crane things, sure, their suits, sure, but it's like the actual floor and walls look like a weird low <laughs> render, like low. They're like <laughs> yeah. it's just a weird. It's just a concrete block. Like they couldn't even have the environment feel real like it didn't even need to be yeah. green screen like just film them in this environment with wires take the wires out add the fucking crane things if you want but at least there's nothing to ground it so it feels it, really yeah. floaty every time they're in there it feels like a virtual reality like room yeah and it right. could have been good but it's, yeah but it's like it's not well, they added such <laughs> it's a, like such whatever a thing. whatever they added it's like a fine. digital effect on it that has like this like depth of filled haze to it. It's a yeah. weird. No, I agree. There's like a, it's a, yeah, it just seems weird. And it seems like, I guess it's just not like a through line. Cause there's a lot of times where they'll shoot. And it, I, I guess it's like going from like the super high CG rendered to them on the beach in an actual dirt pit with yeah. like real dirt blowing up next to them. You, you can, it's, it's to me, I'm like, I'm like, this is like night and day. Like, it is. It's like, jarring. It's crazy. It's kind of jarring. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. To see that. And I think, I think like, you know, 10 years ago or wait, 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh my 10 God. Yeah. years ago, 10, yeah. 10 years ago, it wasn't as, it's I, weird how those like, it just I didn't notice you know, the it as much, change. I guess. Yeah. yeah back right. then. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's like, is that time or is that me just paying more attention now? Is it that me just right. being, well, and I, I mean, 10 like, years ago, I was, we were still pretty fil- filmy, you know? But no, exactly. Like, no. And I think, so, I think I, I like, I was, I was thinking about that as well. I, I remember being like, oh, the creatures are CG, but that doesn't bother me. Cause it's like, they're kind of, they're kind of impossible to make. And the movement, I mean, you can, you can so make them practical cool and fast that they, it kind of works. Right. You know right. I mean? Exactly. They're kind of, I mean, they kind of, it's, it's a bummer. Cause they have a little bit of that, like, that transformer, like that, that mid two thousands transformer movement look to him almost and and sound, but uh, it's crazy because yeah. do you know Gum Gum Toro <laughs> created those, which is which is wild, but uh, well I like the design of like the alphas they look right. super creepy because they actually have a face and you know and the other one they have a, yeah barely and, do, like they do but. and the like the 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 Omega the 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 Queen looks cool too and it's like I think it's like those are passable because it's like yeah they're CG. And that's how they exist. It's like they they have kind of impossible movements, and it's like I kind of wish there there could have been practical through a little bit of it, but it's like even besides that, it just they work, they function. But it was just weird to see the world around them be so, you know, CG. And so that and then that's pretty much the end of well, my my CG rant because that's kind of like I know that's besides the point for for the actual story itself. Because that's the thing, it's I, serviceable. I'm like I'm not even that mad about the CG. Like like honestly, that's the thing. It's like I. The middle of this movie, I really enjoyed, you know, the first, like after they got past the opening bit, like the whole him discovering and then like all that. Yeah. It's like, this movie's entertaining. I like the, I like the time loop. I think it's the actions pretty good. if not sort of sterile. And I just have to, I feel like we're ripping on this movie a lot, which it's like, I I did enjoy it. I didn't, I do enjoy this movie. Yeah. Oh, I I highly recommend it. If you've never seen it, that's, that's, I think that's kind of where it goes. This is, this is definitely, we need to have like a, we need to have like a. I would rather, um, I'd rather this than another fucking DC or Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like that's why it's like. 
Right, yeah. I'm surprised that's, this that's didn't cool. blow up more, you know? I know, right? Yeah, it kind of is in that like perfect, perfect time. But, uh, but it might have got out- outshadowed because like Marvel was really. I mean, that that was their peak, like heydays. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but um, I think that we need to have a thing that's like, should you? Is this is this worth a second watch? And this is kind of a movie that's not. I think that it's. it's I think it's a hundred percent first watch. Second first watch, watch, not necessary, dope. unless yeah. you really, really enjoy it. Like I think, it, like well, background, like it's fun. Like I would, uh, you know show this to I, I would show this to like a filthy casual you know movie goer <laughs> well no one and i think i think this does i mean this is that was a big thing that was the buzz and a lot of the marketing behind this word of mouth wise was this is like a video game that's the whole that's the that's the lore is like the whole idea of this movie came from like one person's idea of like oh when you die in a video game you have to get a new strategy to win and beat the boss and that's like the whole that's where this premise really came from in their mind the creator and so, like, that was definitely something where I'm like, if you're really into video games, this does feel like a video game. There are, there are times where they're, like, in shootoffs, and I'm almost, like, I'm almost bummed that they didn't go to first person or, like, didn't try to well, make it more like a video game, like third actually, person, you know? I wish you could play this game, but it's a PS5 exclusive oh. right now. Or it's going to PC, but it reminded me a lot of Returnal, if, but Returnal's better because it's... Uh, you know, cosmic horror and more it sound, isolation. It sounds similar. It Returnal. Is. Well, Returnal, Returnal is it's, like a, it's literally, she gets, goes on an alien planet, gets stuck in a time loop. Every time she dies, you have to restart. And Oh, oh shit. Okay. Um, that's cool. But it's super, it's more of a horror <laughs> and more isolated. It's dope. Yeah. Returnal's dope. And it's like a roguelike though, which is like a perfect genre for it. Cause you have to restart every time, you know, you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, it was like oh, I was I'll like the whole time I was like, man, I'm gonna re-download Returnal, even though I can't. I fucking suck at it. It's hard as shit. <laughs> but well, that's the whole. But that's what that's what's cool is like. It, that's <clears throat> what's so fun about this movie is like I the whole time I was watching this movie I was fantasizing about like oh it's it's like it's cool to have to have like the idea of having like infinite time to perfect something. But then like they did a really good job in this movie at creating the conflict, the challenge of like well yeah like every time every time they would get to a certain point he you know and they even they it's very cheeky in this movie he kind of looks at the camera and he goes well, this is the farthest we've ever made it like it's you know she's like what do we do now and he's like well i don't know we've never made it this far and i'm uh, like oh, that's cute i love so it rare. like that's and it's it's great like this is totally just, something I, I would love to be stuck in <laughs> i want a groundhog day because it's like i'm really and i think i'm not alone because obviously these movies are fairly popular i want a groundhog day movie though because they always kind of trip up in their own logic near the end because the whole premise is like they have all this time to redo everything they see their faults there's usually some mystery involved so they like discover out this impossible thing they learn shit about themselves there's all this and that and then they can never find a way to the the resolution in all these movies is kind of just like well it's got to end some way you know somehow so it ends you know they figure they're out of the loop Whatever. It's the power of love is how Groundhog's Day ends. Exactly. So it's like, you know. But like, (laughs) they they never, I want a movie that really deals, I mean, I think Palm Springs has kind of done it the best so far, but deals with like the existentialism of it. Because as I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, so he's gone through this scenario hundreds of times and you got to think that's a day. And he's literally like, I've done this one thing 300 times. And so you're like, okay. So how many? How long has he been stuck in this loop? Like hundreds of years at this point. Yeah. Like, like honestly, right. he probably like hundreds of years. 
to be able to do like just the beach training, right? Just to every yeah. little, like you duck, you dive, you left, you have to die every single time to be able to make an adjustment. And like, but then it's like, that doesn't work out. So they go down a totally different path. And then it's just like, they have to like through editing, that's why it works for cinema through editing. You could, they progress the story where it's like, Oh, here's a ton of information we could, would give you that actually took several tries to get right. Because yeah, you know, especially like every expedition dump, it's like, well, and how this is, and will this we was... still be carrying on a conversation when I have to start this part? Yeah. He's like, I've been looking for, I've been looking for the dam. And I'm like, how did you even know about the dam? I had to tell you. And then you had to look for it. And I had to tell you where not to look every time. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. Yeah. And it's right. like, they never get, because they alluded it in this one where it's like he knows her so well and he's like fallen in love with her. And that makes sense because he's like he's been so so close to her for years at this point in his own uh, like yeah. framework. Right. And then she's just like, oh, he knows my middle name now. So uh, I love him, too, I guess. So, I mean, it makes sense. And I'm glad they didn't dwell on that too much because I was like, oh, yeah, no, I forgot this like romantic sub angle. But. Well, but, it, but it's my Victoria, it's Victoria minor, mentioned so like, 50 first dates. That was something I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of got a little bit of that in there. Like, right? and 50 first dates is kind of that time loop a little bit. Sort it's of, kind of like, with like her that, just that, brain damage. Sub, but she, she the, just wakes up pregnant because that's the thing. It like moves around. Yeah. It's like a time loop, but the world moves on without you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you are that's, stuck I, in the same day. Right, right, right. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. Kind of more interesting. Solid. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like but, uh, the excess weird. So I read it, this book uh, called Replay, and it's basically uh, he doesn't relive every day. He relives his life, though, and so he can basically every time he dies, he restarts over at a certain point, and then he can live through it again. Like he starts over at like nineteen, and then he lives until he dies again, and then he starts over at nineteen again. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. It tackles some of the existential stuff. Not a, not a great book in my opinion, but it's like I feel like nothing has really grasped the like. Because they talked, I remember famously uh, in Groundhog Day, they talked about like earlier drafts. He got real dark with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, of like, course. Because yeah, like, like it gets to a point, because it's obviously suicide and everything is like a huge factor in these types of movies. Yeah. And like murder and they get all get all crazy with it. But it's just like, I don't know, the existential implications of basically becoming immortal is going to change a person for a while. And especially coming out of it. It's well, like, out of, that's my, <laughs> that's the thing that, that's the thing that no movie has, no movie has tackled. Hasn't quite well. gotten it right. In, in this one, especially I like, it was kind of glaring where it's like, you know, he loses the power and that, and that's, what's kind of, that's what I liked about this movie is that like, they kind of know the rules. They, they basically said like, you know, here's how they, here's how the rules work. It's in your blood. And so if you have a blood, any of you get blood, blood transfusion, any kind of blood manipulation, you just immediately lose it. Like there's no, and that's and that's what I like about this movie is like they didn't try to over-explain those kind of things, you know. This movie gets expedition dumpy, but it like you know it's it's serviceable. But that when she comes in, he's she's gonna kill him, and he's like, no, no, don't kill me. I I got a blood transfusion, and it's like you're kind of just like okay, but how do you like? I would be like every single time, even if you've done this a thousand times, ten thousand times, every time you go to put the gun to your head, you're gonna be like. Is, is this real? Like, is this really going to uh-huh. happen? Am like, I, am I really going to wake, wake up? up? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm right? like, and this, like, there's uh, no like, matter what constant like, existential drama, <laughs> yeah. like drama that these movies just sort of ignore. And I, right. I, I do think that it's, cause it's just becomes like, and it would become casual, but like, I don't know. But they even don't, then, they don't even then you would, you would yeah. still, 
yeah, like I think I think that's what I'm. That's what I think is fun is like if you are effectively immortal. Like I mean, that's kind of what's fun about the vampire. Like you just you're like immortal, but like you do have this like you do have faults or you have you have vulnerabilities because it's like you are effectively dying or killing yourself and you like you don't you don't truly know even though you've kind of like it becomes habit you ever you really don't know and like that's what's great yeah. my stupid brain you ever, you ever see that short it's like a five minute comedy short it's like fucking 100 percent where he comes in and, right and it's well, like I'll, we'll post that on the reddit too because that, that was kind of fun yes but, like, go find that video it's hilarious honest, that's honestly done it kind of the best because he's like he's like i've learned every book I fucking know everything. I've made love to you many times. I and then some, he's like, sometimes I just go, I get bored and I just stab everyone to death. He's like, whoa, wait, what? Like he's like, yeah, I just like yeah. and like that honestly captures the like, I when you become immortal, like nothing matters and no one matters and like I'm stuck in this infinite time loop and I've essentially lived this day for thousands of years, like. That's just a weird thing to brush over. And most of these right, movies right. do kind of just brush over it. Yeah. And then it goes like, because like you wouldn't be the same after that. Your mind, you'd go insane. Yeah. <laughs> like your mind, no, you're like, you're like, oh, I'm out of the loop now. And then you're like, we're in love and everything's happy. <laughs> we fixed everything. And it's yeah. just like, how do I go back? Like the, it's like so much therapy. <laughs> like I'm never going to be the same. Well, the, and your mind the is atrophied and then, or something. Like I think, age like the the inevitable time of age where you're like you'd be looking at yourself in the mirror and be like i'm i'm gray but i should i shouldn't be i've i've already lived a you know 100 years like and i'm like but i am gray now and it's only been like 20 years and it's just like oh i don't know man well, yeah i wish they would tackle that but i uh, i know but anyway my uh this movie i gotta let's get into my i'm okay with the cg i'm okay with everything but honestly my biggest qualm is the writing of the third act I hate the third act so much because it's like the coming out of it, right? So it's like he gets the blood transfusion and it's fine, even though it's like a little on the nose, but it's like statistically, sure. But then Im- immediate, like it was bound to happen, right? Like if he's died all these times, there's bound to be a time where it's like he loses a lot of blood, doesn't die, and then gets new blood and he's out the loop and that's fine. But like after he loses his power, the movie continues on as almost as if they had this power still where it's like suddenly every, like everything up until this point is like so calculating. I'm dying by the dumbest things. And it's like, but then suddenly everything is perfect luck. Literally the scene before I know they had two, they were trying to escape this government building and then a whole army shooting at them. And they eventually got killed by these two mech guys like in the streets but then in the next scene, they're like, oh, well, we don't have that anymore. And they just escape. They don't even kill anyone. They just escape. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they, no, they I know. Right? It basically is like, yeah, it basically is like, all right, let's move the plot forward. But, and, yeah. and from then there on out, everything is perfect. There's no, nothing goes wrong. They don't need to use like everything. It's like, well, and that's I what I said in my knowledge. synopsis is like the, they get J, J squad because they're fodder. Like they kill every single person in J squad unceremoniously like like without even like I, three of them die without off screen not even like a mention they're just yeah. gone <laughs> you're like you're like oh okay i guess it's like that's yeah it, it really didn't tackle like and it's fine that it, they were the such severity, secondary characters like, and it was like a suicide right. mission and everything but it's just like yeah <laughs> i don't know the fact too they know every detail about their lives is like how many how, how long have you lived you know what i mean like literally no but 
it's like everything goes absolutely perfectly. And it's fine because I get that it's supposed to be tension. But at that point, my suspension of disbelief is gone now. Like, I was on I mean, board for all the crazy, wacky stuff. And then now, uh, like, it was like the time loop and all their shit that, that they had to get from point A to point B through trial and error and all this to become these super advanced, like, fucking calculating soldiers that they are. And now it's just pure luck. And I felt very, very aware that mm-hmm. I was watching a movie that was written after the fact. Like, I was not in the movie at all anymore. They go to the fucking Louvre, and I'm like, these that, guys sacrificed that... themselves, and then there's no Dude. big boss battle at the end, really. <laughs> sort of fights an alpha and dies and then blows up the thing, and then it's like, well, we don't know oh, how love, to end these kind of the movies. Swimming. So it just goes, yeah, dude. I'm just <laughs> The swimming, dude. Yeah. The swimming got me so bad because I'm like, he like drops. I mean, it's cool that he falls with the mech and he goes to the bottom, but he survives. Great. And then he goes again at the bottom of the Louvre. For some reason, there's, you know, 50 feet of water underneath that, which must be a real thing. I have no idea. Yeah. But we've goes, I've, we've never been to fucking Paris. And, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to La France, but uh, he like goes down and he's swimming. You're going to tell me that that creature can't swim faster than a human being. But regardless of that, uh, why why it's too convenient that it's under the Louvre? Like that that creature can, you know, presumably live anywhere. Why wouldn't it just be under the mantle or like like underneath the like Antarctica? Like why wouldn't it be something right? somewhere far away? I don't that, know. You that's know, like, why a sequel of like expanding the alien invasion like cuz it's fine, you know, but like Well, that would be cool cuz they don't they do they mention that in this movie or I was reading some behind the scenes and well, I can't remember if, if they the, mentioned it. That's the thing if the asteroid where, crashed and then it's like then they destroyed Paris. At what point did this giant slithering mother hive come and like be like all right per- this yeah. is the perfect place <laughs> yeah right like, underneath the loop like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's like if that's but, the case where was it the whole time before that was it just hanging out in the open at the asteroid crash site or something like i don't know <laughs> yeah and no well, but, and then i don't know god maybe do they say it in the movie where it's like this could be potentially anywhere in the galaxy these these i don't think they mention that do they no well, it, well they're like they're like it's this behind thing the... works like an infection like it just goes and goes and goes and he's like it could be or am I mixed now? Uh, I'm, I just read he... something that was sort of similar, where it's like, it could be on any planet, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anywhere. No, I think he does. I think the doctor says that when he's briefing them, when they meet, where he's like, where he's like, oh, they potentially could be anywhere in the galaxy. Been reading and a lot of sci-fi lately, so I'm, I'm I know, getting mixed well, and up. I was, I was reading some behind the scenes, and like that was in the original script. They were thinking about showing it more widely, like the aliens outside of planet earth, you know, like towards the end. And then that was an idea for the sequel as well as getting it, making it wider, broadening it. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember if they do that, but that would be, that is, that's something that I like would love to see explored. And like, I would definitely, I'd be there for a sequel. So it's like, I a hundred percent be there for a sequel. Like just have, you know, like, cause there's a lot of stories I think you could tell in this universe, which is why I'm surprised that it didn't pick off the way it did. Cause you could stick with the same characters or you could go with completely different characters and different scenario. You know what I mean? Like these aliens. Uh, yeah. Know, the, even the like time the travel thing. war. Like you can literally do an entire, someone else had an entire also one of these th- during the same day. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right. Well, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if Tom Cruise became some sort of like, he would be some sort of like time wielder or some mother. Because he, he bonds with the mother. I so dude, it's I like, honestly don't think he does. I think but, it just, I think it's just oh. literally like, oh, this is the reset. And then it just resets him. He has no, I, I feel 
Like it's more uh, implied that it's just that. Like, like everything's fine now and I'm normal and everything's normal and everything's happy. Uh, I don't know. The fact that he goes and finds Rita kind of leads me to believe that he knows. Well, he knows she's going to be there. Oh no, he knows Maybe. everything. That's the thing. He still retains oh, okay. all the memories, but yeah. he's no longer repeating, but he got the, everything reset. So he's not dead. Is the only thing you know? If the movie had the right. balls to just be like, I know this was a suicide I, mission. It blows up, and then it's the next yeah. day, and everyone's like, "We defeated him." Like, I think that would have had a right. way better impact, but obviously, that just doesn't. And also, would have worked better for the whole time loop thing. Logically, I know it would have been cool if they were like, "Yeah, they're just like we lost Rita." And they we died. Lost, they know, died as heroes, and maybe they're not even sure. known, and maybe they're even like fucking be like that. Yeah, that's what would be cool. Is like, like they, they like. It'd be kind of cool if they were looked at negatively, like Cage and Rita were like deserters, like yeah. like kind of how they were, you know. Honestly, how he was right? at the beginning. It'd be kind of cool where it's like they didn't show up on the battlefield, but yet we know as an audience member that they saved well, you. They saved you. Stay tuned for our, we're gonna write our own time loop movie <laughs> that has like an ending of them just dying and just deals with the existential dread of just being alive for too long. Well, no, dude. I mean, no. If I if I made mine, it would be like the like the, the person would like hang that. Yeah. I would hang. Yeah, I'd hang myself upside down and like put a pinhole in my throat and just bleed out and see how long it would take <laughs> to like hang upside down and bleed out. Like the amount of the amount of like deaths I would do to myself to just see how like push the limits of a human being. That would be you know that'd be pretty cool. But the, just the thought, dude. The idea that you wouldn't. It's not gonna work this time. Like yeah. I just can't like to grapple with that. Yeah. <laughs> tell you folks out there in podcast land. Tell us uh, what existential crisis do you come uh, I wanna uh, know about <laughs> with, with repeating your life forever. Your Groundhog Day. <laughs> tell tell us if you're listening to this. Uh, first of all, thank you. We love you. Second of all, I want you to go to do it on the Reddit or DM me or whatever. I just want to know if there's some Groundhog Day type fiction out there that does tackle this, that I'm not like a book or something that I just don't know. Cause I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm fairly yeah. limited to, to film. Cause that's, you know, that's who we are. We're, this, right. is, this is a cult well, of film, cinema knowledge and film. And like, I wouldn't have known about this manga unless this movie came out. So it's like, it, you know, there's, yeah. there's whole cultures out there that have, I'm sure their own. And so I would yeah. love to, yeah. Well, I, I like, hear about it. I like this, uh, the sub genre, right? Cause it, like I said, it fits into everything. Yeah. So it's like, I want to see a good, horror that's not too zany like happy death day though i love it i know no yeah happy happy death day is dope but it's like it's pretty funny yes it's it's pg-13 so it didn't like zany. Yeah, and did you see the second more. one no it explains no. the whole thing more and it's like way more oh, okay. way way more sci-fi uh oh, okay it's pretty fun also it's just it's just it's fun too but it's still also just like i don't know <laughs> but like these like uh that guy that did that because last week we're talking about because he also did Freaky, which is like the body swap. And no, Freaky's amazing. Freaky's great. So I love, I love Freaky. I like that he's but... taking these premises, you know, because it's yeah. like the body swap trope, uh, and then the fucking Groundhog Day kind of trope. Like I'm interested to see these in different type scenarios. So if you got something cool, send it my way. Um, that reminded me. You know what? Other minor, two minor things about this movie that drove me nuts. <laughs> my, they're minor though. These are nitpicks, but I have to mention them. I said trope just now. And you know what I hate? One of my least favorite tropes in movies, period, is have you ever heard of anyone ever leaving their keys in the fucking oh, visor of a yes, car? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I thought of that. Oh, my God. It's in Dude, so many I movies. And when they when she that. looked up there and it's there, I was just like, that's just lazy. Whatever. <laughs> like, Yes. No, I 100% 
when that Fine. happened, I went, I was like, so I thought about it, and I went, I went, oh, that's just that is a that is a that's a plot that is a trope. It's just a, it's a trope. It's to so move many the plot movies along. do it. They just need to get the yeah. car, and they don't want to like, explain these guys can well, hire or whatever. It made me it made me laugh because like it works it works the that's what I loved about the scene when he's patching her up and she's like where's the where are the helicopter keys and he has them that's cool but i'm like if there was a vehicle someone was going to leave their keys in is a helicopter i that i feel like my car getting stolen and my helicopter getting stolen are two like i think i think yeah. one has a higher chance of getting stolen yeah <laughs> right. know, like where i leave my keys is probably in a I'm helicopter like, that car was basically just abandoned there because it's the end of the world and like all the like post apocalyptic set there was cool they were like but like yeah, it, it was, would just yeah. make more sense if it was just in the ignition and like i know because honestly somebody just abandoned their car or like a corpse <laughs> next to the car or there's a corpse in the car that's got the keys in them i don't know i just i know it's something i know every and time i see it i'm thing. just like <laughs> it is yeah it is it's definitely one of those like it's eye rolling where you're just like okay they had to do it that way go for it um, <laughs> my second like, thing the cell phone yeah everything my my second thing is i honestly think this would have helped the action scenes feel better but the i listened to this movie with headphones and the sound mix was fucking not good it's so yeah. flat everything is the same volume and so the action scenes are like they have no punch because it's the same, and it, which is nice. Oh. I understand, like, sometimes you're watching a movie and the dialogue's quiet and then the action scenes are, are too much. Yeah. But it's just like the guns are like, and they're tight. Like, everything is the exact same volume. And so they don't, it doesn't matter. Like, give the guns a punch. Like, make it punchy. Like, I don't know. Even the monsters are not punchy. The sound was very boring. And the score. Oh, the sound, the score, the sound was flat as hell. Yeah. It's so flat. And the. There was no, no yeah. there was barely any score. This is this is just this is generic. It's generic, but then it's got a sci-fi twist, which is fine. It, and it, that's where that's what put me in the seat. It's that's above what put my butt. It's, in the seat. it's slightly right. above because of these things, but it's held. It's it's disappointing because it's so held back by it's so limiting by its restrictions of the generic shit surrounding it. You know what I mean? It's like this could have like I tried to imagine this movie made by like more of a I don't know, be like a well, I mean, tour, yeah. but like. But Guillermo del Toro comes to mind because Pacific Rim. I feel like I feel like Pacific Rim is what all of it's like what that genre can be. Yeah, where it is, it's got the perfect blend between like heart and comedy and action, and it just and and then sci-fi and monsters, and it it just Pacific Rim really does work kind of perfectly. Like it's a fantastic movie. Over the years, I have more appreciation for Pacific. Like I I, liked it anyway, but like. I have more appreciation for it because it's like it just is way harder to do that right. Yeah, to right. like 100%. really just kind of make it work where it's like dumb and fun, but also has its own identity and is stylish and like you know, uh, like I don't know this this movie. Not to, to to rip on the director or anything, but it's just like like Michael Bay even like this feels like Michael Bay at the time. Right. But that's, that's the thing. Yeah, it feels it feels very just like CG. I got to know. It's it's cool. It's cool but it's brought down <laughs> yeah, by all, it's brought down by literally everything we talked about for the last hour. <laughs> I know, yeah. And I I was I wanted to know I think it's a net How many times net How many times has Tom Cruise uh, ridden a motorcycle in movies? <laughs> and we go through and I like was thinking about it in this I can't think of a movie where he doesn't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> like so Yeah, man. Let know. me know out there in podcast land. Tell me what motorcycle Tom Cruise does not <laughs> sit on or ride a motorcycle. <laughs> Tom Cruise is sort of an enigma, man. I don't know about that guy. Oh yeah, he's he's someone who like I want to like him more, 
but there's just something about him like oh dude when he when he becomes when he becomes hardened and he it's you know like end of end of second act third act where he has to like where he's where he's in the zone now and how he's like now he's just sitting there and he's like he's like yeah, looks like a dead man in my suit, huh? And then he's like, boom, and he's like, you know this, this, this. You know, he's just like, he's flawless and cool. Yeah. He he does not have a cool macho man face. He's got like the, he has a cool like, cool under pressure and like doing stunts and stuff. Like he looks fine. Like he is, he has that composure and it's nice. And like, he's a really good stunt man. He's intimidating like, like a, he's not, like a he's psychopath. Not, that's gonna sure, fucking murder yeah. you like Patrick Bateman style, <laughs> right, right? Right, right. But yeah, he's not but like he a just, badass. He's like the uh, yeah. He's like it's the, just so funny. I was laughing when he was like trying to brood and like look cool. They like they literally his makeup's different. Like he he looks and he looks like thirty years older. It was weird. Yeah, like yeah. it was so weird how they tried to make him look kind of tough, like, and, like cowboy tough, or something. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, weathered. And I'm like I'm like I'm just like I was laughing. I was like I was like Tom Cruise here too. You are too much of like a pretty boy. You know what? Like on that, so we didn't. It's kind of funny. <laughs> we just we got a real quick and fire off because we talked about it too. We suck. We talked about it too much before the podcast. We didn't even mention Bill Paxton once. I just need oh, to say, my God. Uh, yeah. we talked about Bill Paxton Rest for like twenty minutes before the fucking podcast. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> no. Bill Paxton was great in this. I, we almost didn't realize it was him. I and didn't, dude. I really didn't. Him until just I looked doing at a the speech IMDb. about the, the glorious, the glorious combat. Like I don't know, he's dope. Yeah. <laughs> he's no, dope. Bill. Bill Paxton. I'm. I'm really sad. I like. I forgot that he passed away, and so like I was really bummed because I was like, oh man, where's he been? Obviously, he's in, in the way, and that's unfortunate. He, maybe yeah. he's reliving and, his last day over and over. Uh, oh, I hope shit. not, because I'm pretty sure he died in surgery or something. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but maybe he like can know a way to get out of. He's like, fuck that. I ain't dying in surgery. Yeah, but go. he's so. Oh man, yeah. Now I'm like sad. I want to. Yeah, Bill Paxton. We were talking. Yeah. Dude, wait, we talked about Bill Paxton. I mean, we, for far too long. We should have saved it for the podcast. We were talking about like, frailty. <laughs> we, and always, shit. we always do that because yeah, because Frail, frailty's an amazing film, <laughs> and I like love that. I love that he got to make that. Like it's cool that Bill Paxton like left that for us. Well, and so I recommend go watch go watch Frailty and listen to our podcast about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Tom Tom Cruise, man. I wish. Uh, yeah, I want. Yeah, I want to. I wish I liked he, him more. Well, he's got something because he's not a bad right. actor. That's the thing. He's a better actor than like. It, it's his yeah. behind the scenes. It's his. It's no, his, it's because he him, can't. Him in real life, he scares me. Like, yeah. oh, absolutely, he's a fucking <laughs> yeah. psycho. But like, uh, he can't. Like, he's a good actor, but he doesn't completely dissolve in his to his role. He's never not Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? And it's right. like even in the roles, except where it's like, for one one role that. I will always remember Tom Cruise as being amazing, and you know it. It's Magnolia. Tropic. Oh, oh Tropic no, Tropic Thunders. Tropic Thunders Magnolia. is the one. No, Magnolia is the one where he is Tom Cruise, but he actually like Magnolia and Vanilla yeah. Sky and yeah. like Eyes Wide Shut. Those are like the Tom Cruise. Those are the good that, Tom Cruise. He's, but Tropic they're like good Tom Cruise. Holy shit, that's leaning. Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that, that Tropic Thunders where he he like he's playing a character and it's really funny and like it's yeah he's a chameleon in that. But like in the other ones I've the, mentioned. He he plays the like he plays the typecast character that I expect him to be. Yeah. He plays this kind of like this like buttoned up like sinister, but like about to snap. Like, well, now that, yeah. it's like it's now like, he's just been doing these Mission Impossible movies for the last decade, right? Which I guess is fine. And then oh yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Go listen to that episode. Well, he he really <laughs> is a he's a stunt man that became a front boy. Like he you know he's a stunt man that became an action action or a uh, like a whatever movie star. Like yeah, he he wanted to do stunts more than anything, but he you know you had go a back and look at like a risky business or something. You know what I mean? It's like old. 
pretty boy Tom Cruise. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's well, did, uh, it's pretty cool. But well, no, yeah, we got we're missing segments here, bud. So we got to do a uh, money minute real oh, quick. God, yeah, and then you and then give me some reddits. Uh, I'll give you the money minute. Help I, me. My mind. Help my me. mind was, dude. My mind was blown. This movie was a hundred and eighty million dollar budget. Wow. I did not. I did not expect that. I mean, it looks it looks beautiful, but I swear to God, I've seen movies for. 50 million that do the same thing. I would have you know? thought 100 so, max. I would have been 100 like max. between 80 and, 90. 80 and 100 is what yeah, I would have thought. 90, 90 was on my mind. And when I looked it up, it was 100. It's like 178 double. million. I was like, double. Like, wow. Wow. Where'd that go? Tom Cruise, I'm sure. But I mean, but all the CG, and, I guess, was more expensive. It's like we were yeah. learning, like, we're learning now with, like, I mean, we've always known this and people have always known this, but like, finally, CG is getting like, you know, Godzilla minus one or whatever got nominated oh, for yeah. the best VFX, and the VFX are really good. Uh, and like that movie had like a thirty million dollar budget. You know what I mean? So, right. That's what, yeah. I mean, that's and I think that's just it. Yeah, it's like where we are in the timeline. But I just 2014 is too late because like I just listened to I just listened to like a a great podcast about the Twin Towers or about uh uh Lord of the Rings. Not oh. not not nine eleven. No. That's a great podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 not that. No, no. About about the how they filmed how they filmed um, all the uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, and because they shot, dude, I didn't realize that they shot all three of them at the exact same time. We talked 100% about one hundred percent linear, dude. No. I can't, I didn't know that. We did we? Yes, we covered. We did Fellowship of the Ring. We did that episode. What? We no, did, we've never done it. We did. We've fucking never go done. Listen, we did Fellowship <laughs> no, of the Ring. No. Dude, I don't think we've ever done a hundred percent, hundred percent. We've, we've done, done we've watched a Lord of the Ring. We, yeah, I don't think we've we watched talked, a Lord of the Rings. You talked about in depth about how they had made the first oh, one, and then I during did. production of the first one, they got the, the budgeting and approval, they, and then they went right in and they did the two and three, yeah, all at the same time while finishing up the first. One. <laughs> oh, okay, well, okay. I hey, sometimes sometimes you forget that I we've know, done Glorious Bastards, it felt and good I that forget. I can, uh, flip it around on you. God, and Point Break. Oh my God. Oh yeah, and Point Break. Yeah. yeah. Oh my it god, feels, I forgot that we did because we did, we did do it, and that's right, and that's well, like my least favorite one. But anyways, we'll have to go through and do the whole trilogy or something, or watch I, the, I know. the last two. Nah, because I, I watched all three of them together. Okay, yeah. But anyways, I'm getting at I'm getting at those movies. Those three movies cost three three hundred million, and this movie was like 180. So it's just kind of wild that like. That you know, it's crazy. And just where we are with time and stuff. But it's I don't know that whole movie. That, no, it's those, too much. That trilogy. That, that's a that's probably I don't understand. And honestly, it's probably that fucking marketing disaster that this movie was. It's probably I some think, of that. Yeah, I think that I think that definitely hurt it. And sci-fi is always kind of in a weird like where like District Nine. That I was thinking of District Nine a lot during this. Yeah, and how too. like District Nine is just kind of in this weird like everyone loves it like that likes film but like a mass audience. It didn't you know perform <sighs> great. But, but you remember we I was I remember the fucking District Nine, like no one knew what it was. We should do watch District Nine I, because I know I remember I was taking the bus everywhere when District Nine came out, and they had the on the bus the advertisements that it was like no humans only, and then oh, it had like the the yeah. outline crossed out, and I'm like, what uh-huh. is this? And then we yeah. all went and saw it, and no one knew it was like a mockumentary to start out to. So we're like, I know what the fuck is this movie? Yeah, it's uh, great. First time seeing District Nine, I'll never forget. Anyway. Wow. Uh, let's button this up. How much did it make? It made it made three hundred and seventy one million. So oh, it, okay. it it how like did, how did it not immediately get greenlit for a sequel though? That's the thing. It's well, like... I mean, I think that it did, but it's it's been in production because there's a sequel in production right now. So it's like 
but it's in that it's in that like pending production, mm. you know. So who the hell knows? It's been uh, ten years, so yeah, who knows we'll what's gonna see. happen? We'll fucking see. But well, anyway, uh, here's a couple of Reddits, and then we're fucking out of here. Is uh, Shaken Ice Water says this is a great movie. Since the first time I saw, it, I watch it once every couple of years. Dope. Uh, I'm glad you enjoy it Ooh. enough to to rewatch because it does it does feel like a, it would this could easily be someone's like comfort movie. Like I can 100 percent totally this being like like this is a comfort watch. You know what I mean uh, on a repeat. And this is this is one where I'm like I don't think you're foolish to watch it again. I just think it's like. One and done is fine. Well, it's not you know, one that you don't really you don't but, get anything extra from one because we've talked about in the past where it's no. just like rewatching it, again can recontextualize a movie or you notice more this details. Chugs. Like this, I like I pace the editing. It. The editing the is editing is good. editing is flawless. Like I paused it and I was like an hour thirteen in and I was like, oh, I'm I was like, wow, I didn't realize I'm like more than halfway done. I felt like it just started. Like you know, so yeah. That's, yeah, I was like, the okay, pace. Cool. We didn't, yeah, we didn't print. Like, good honestly, way. the editing is fucking stellar in this. Yeah. Uh, so, Culture People Two says first watch. Uh, I'd heard good things about this, and I liked it more than I expected. The action is solid, the effects look great, and the plot is a lot of fun and very well structured. The plot could have so easily become repetitive and tedious, but great editing and a playful sense of humor keep it fresh throughout. Uh, I find films like this can sometimes underestimate the intelligence of the audience and overuse exposition, so I'm glad this was able to keep going without constantly trying to explain what's happening. I think it was a good idea to set it in a D-Day-type scenario to bring an instant familiarity to the routine. The ending was a small letdown for me. It wasn't as good as the rest of the film, and I think it's because the time reset gimmick is gone and risks are now higher, but it didn't feel like that. Fucking exactly, right? Yeah, well said. Yeah, well said. Uh, The romantic side of the story was interesting and thankfully stayed in the background, but I thought the ending ending on it was odd. Overall, very good. What do I want from a sci-fi action? Yeah, couldn't have said it better. Uh, yeah, dude. Where's your, I, where's your fucking podcast? I just spent an hour, an hour saying I, the fucking thing. I know, saying, yeah, we're just going to, that's what that's what we'll do. We'll start the podcast with the Reddits, and then we'll just stop talking. And yeah. we'll just, then we'll, yeah. go, but, uh, we'll that, do, don't crazy. just more incentive to go to the goddamn Reddit. So thank you, they, uh, guys, for uh, those of you that comment on the Reddit. We appreciate, I really appreciate it. You, uh, you uh, Cleanser People too. you mentioned that it's D-Day. They literally did that on purpose. It is like, I mean, it's and it's a plot in the manga, but they like, they did it on purpose because they released this movie on the anniversary, the 70th anniversary of D-Day, June 6, 2014. So it's like huh. crazy that they like they did that. You know, it's that like kind of like that's a fun know, fact. Kind of a, it's a, yeah, it's a fun little nod there. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm God sad. bless. God bless our troops. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think my brother would love this movie. I'm, I wonder if he's watched it yet because he's, yeah, he's getting. He didn't back comment. On it. No, he didn't comment. He's getting back on it though. So we'll see. Because I think he'd really no. dig this. Anyway, uh, moving on. We're done. Next month. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited for next month. <laughs> yeah, next month, my wife is taking over. So I'll comment on the Reddit. She is picking all the movies for the month. It's a very takeover, baby. Uh, well, she's picking the movies that get voted on. And then she's going to come do the podcast with us. So next week, you'll get to come hear her lovely opinion. Hopefully, they don't get heated. I can see her getting heated, but we'll see. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think well, we'll. She's been on before. So it was like, yeah. it was it was civil. It's, it's been a while. We had a. We had a fun time. She, yeah, she has the same problem everyone is where they're like, I don't know if I can talk about that for, I don't know what to talk about. And then you'll, trust me, you'll find something. But yeah, uh, we ramble. <laughs> yeah. But so next week, the first movie we're watching is Pride and Prejudice, which I know. I, oh, I've dude, never seen. I'm, 
I'm sad because I voted for Dirty Dancing, or I was gonna vote for Dirty Dancing, and I forgot, and then I didn't. So, anyways, it only yeah, it would have had an extra vote for Dirty Dancing, but it still would have lost. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we're we're, we're have, rocking have Pride you, and Prejudice. Have, have you ever seen it? No, never have. I I've, vo- uh, I voted for it because it's the only one I haven't seen. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Or I haven't. I've seen Dirty Dancing, but I and Matthew, senior. yeah, I I Matthew read McFadden's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, <laughs> so if it's anything like that, yeah. which I'm sure it's similar, <laughs> this one's got Tom Wamsgams in it though. So, mm, anyway, sure. Uh, all right, we're <laughs> already running. We're already running too long. No, that's the character. It's uh, <laughs> Matthew McFadden. He just won an Emmy. Anyway. Oh, dude, this Pride yeah. and Prejudice. I'm just looking at it right now. I remember when this came out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that was a big deal. So. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see what all the hype's about. We've never seen it because we're a couple straight men. Yeah. All right, folks. Yeah, come back. Come back later. Patreon people, we love you. If you want to become a patron and be amazing and uh, support us, we we love it. So, you know. Yep. Check that we're out. Run, we're run by you, man. That's how. It's the only reason we make this. It's true. Yep. Go to the Reddit. Keep commenting on the Reddit. You're all great. And thank you for. Thank you. Thank you. And all that. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Yeah. That's enough. Then we should just start this podcast over again. Oh, exactly. I know. Welcome exactly. to the Cult of Cinnamon Knowledge Uh-oh. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Jordan. And this is. This is. Shmeevai. Holy right. shit. Okay, I'm stopping. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs>